0: You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Welcome back to Second Take Movies a podcast where we give movies a second look, a second chance, a second take if you will. I am your host Preston Jenkinson and joining me is my co-host Jake Twido. Ho, hey, ha, ha. Yeah, that's not even notions related. That's just noise. No European techno this week. Uh, you know what? Okay, this week I'll give you a uh dang, you know what? I can't come up with anything. <laughs> I was about to make noise and went. What? What would it what? be? And I was gonna go. Rrr, rrr, ride that Harley, boy. No, no rice rockets. Just American. Today we're talking about Ocean's Thirteen. Jeez, I almost said Twelve. I <laughs> know. Oh, we're coming home with Thirteen. Back to Vegas. Baby. Back to Vegas. Exactly um, how this movie's supposed to be. Yeah, series, like, not the movie. Everybody in here feels like they should be in Vegas. It's a Vegas story, man. Like, it's, it's familiar. Over the top. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, the story Danny Ocean rounds up the boys for a third heist after casino owner Willie Bank double crosses one of the original 11, Rubrin Tishkoff. Did what not know he had dope. a last name. I didn't either <laughs> until, until you said that. That doesn't sound very Jewish either. Yeah.
1: Tushkov. I mean, he's, you know,
0: he, sorry. Not being rude, he is Jewish. Tishkov. I don't know maybe that is. I don't I'm not good with my last <laughs> names, but um This week reviews. Uh the positive one from Entertainment Weekly. Owen Gleiberman said in A World Ruled by Process is Compassion Still Real? Or is it just another scam? In Ocean's 13, it is deviously and merrily both. Jeez, you had to use like $5 words in this thing. Yeah, that guy sucks, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Stick positive review. You suck. Jay Hoberman from Village Voice said... I use two syllable words, and I'm stupid. (laughs) 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 See it it if you must, but don't forget to pack the air wick. These breezy doings are mustier than a glitter gulch casino at 4 a.m. For some reason, I I never... uh, Sometimes I don't read these until right before, and I somehow pick the two wordiest things, even though they're two sentences. I, I've looked at a lot of negative reviews, and like, yeah, this movie's awesome. Ocean's it's 11, it's still peak, but this one is a close, 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 like, close second, dude. In a world of Marvel movies now, where like mm. you know the characters and you yeah, payoff. this is the payoff finally, you know? So I get it like, there's a lot of cheek play or like audience. We're going to do this just for you. Who cares? That's what you're going to the movies for. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Freaking critics, man. Suck it. (laughs) This podcast rules. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) This, um, speaking of which I'll take a break to, to advertise that. If you found this podcast and you're listening, welcome. It's two idiots that talk about movies. So, Enjoy that, uh, you know. One idiot, it's me. You're smart. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just an idiot. I just make really, really <laughs> weird comments. So. so, if you happen to make it all the way through this this episode, uh, we've got other episodes, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review where you can on your various podcasting apps wherever you find it. You know what? Suggest something to watch. If you mm. suggest, the yeah. first person that I mean ever I'm not suggest anything, yeah. If anyone suggests crap, we're doing it. Yep, the first one. So do not make it Twilight. I love that movie. I hate it. I mean, never seen any of them at all. So, Hey, guess what? They don't deserve a second chance. Screw Twilight. I didn't think they did. Um, so this movie (laughs) starts with, (laughs) uh, uh, a a robbery in progress. Um, they've, they've blown a wall into the vault and it's, it's a A great toys. Yeah. That's, oh my god, oof. they're gone now. That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um it's it's a great one shot of a guy comes down on a rope, we don't know who he is, but it's obviously Rusty. And we follow yeah, him all the way into buns the vault. Are so handsome. <laughs> what? What'd you say? <laughs> and then uh we we follow him all the way into this this hole in the wall and then to the vault and he puts a little x-ray thing and he's going to pick the lock of the vault or open the safe or whatever it is. And then he gets a phone call and it's, we recognize the ring is Rusty's phone and Brad Pitt takes off the mask and he's like, who, what, when? All right, I'll be there. And he just leaves. Oh, Preston, uh, Brad Pitt has hair again. He's so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brad Pitt grew out his hair. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <I> meant... <laughs> yeah sorry see how rusty uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> so the the who what when where and how is Ruben has had a heart attack um and rusty meets danny ocean on a plane and he's like um test or i guess they're talking about like test isn't coming or they're basically coming up with the reason why Catherine's either jones yeah your Ocean's 12 is becoming an Ocean's 10 now. Uh. Yeah. It's like they're asking, their, you know, they're, they're giving excuses as to why Catherine Zeta-Jones and Julia Roberts aren't in this movie. Basically, it's not their fight, is what Danny Ocean just yeah. keeps saying over and over. So but we, you know what? Preston, let me make a stand in this podcast. We don't need women. <laughs> I'm kidding. Fully kidding. <laughs> that is a review I read of this. I'm was. sure it was. Yeah, I read that review and I went, that's not remotely that's, what's happening. No, yeah. no. Like it's it's friends resolving a friend's manner. Like that's like I I read a thing of, um somebody that's what somebody said about She-Hulk is like I'm tired of them putting women in place of the dudes or whatever. Like, eh, Jennifer Walters has been around since the sixties, so <laughs> Yeah, and I need to uh I've not watched any of that. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Mm, I just well. watched the second episode before we started this. So, okay. Well, I got to catch up, but yeah. I mean, so they're short, got, they're got... like 30 minutes. So, oh, I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, but you get the plain interaction that lays it up, but then you get the flashback of mm. what actually has happened. And it's like, man, this movie knows how to make you hate someone so hard. Mm-hmm. And you Al Pacino those... is great oh. at making you hate him. What a good prick. Yeah. Even in heat, when he was supposed to be the <laughs> yeah. cop, I was like, I hate this guy. Preston, I haven't seen that movie, and I already know I hate him from it. Oh, you need to watch it. Yeah, I, I really, really do. But yeah. And what a good casting for this role. Oh, yeah. Like you couldn't have, that's where like any negative pieces, I'm like, look, it's the best casted movie, period. Absolutely. Throughout every character, perfect. You got your uh milf character? <laughs> oh, I don't think I don't I don't think she is that. They do, they they they, they call her a cougar in the cougar, movie. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, cougar woman, not milf. She's probably not that, but cougar woman. But uh yeah, Al Pacino and Ruben mm-hmm. are talking about this joint casino deal. Dude, Ruben's pumped up, man. I He's forgot like, how sad it is like He's wheeling and dealing like he's doing everything for Willie Yeah, Banks. You want the chef? The chef needs to get flown in, have a visa. It won't happen for six months. I called my friend over there, got it happening. Like, it's he awesome. He got a one-way street that leads away from the rear entrance to lead toward the rear entrance. All roads lead to the Midas. Hey, uh, Preston, that's a little racist what you're doing. That's who he was. That's I mean. That's the character. I mean. Oh no, that's it. It's money. <laughs> uh, you know. The, here's here's my flaw. Of this, I've gone to Vegas twice. Yeah, I've not gotten to explore enough, and I want to go back so bad. I loved. I when I was there, it was like I should live here. Now that I, I sure. know what Vegas is like, I want to go back. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, but sadly, I want to live there as in I want to live in my suite in the Bellagio that I don't, my company I don't, put me in. It would be sad. I think. Oh my god, That'd be great! I spent a week hey, here and I was very. We're sad. gonna we're gonna go do a podcast in Vegas next year. Okay, who's paying yeah. for it? Uh, we're gonna gamble. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna gamble and do it. But uh, what a sick like. He's psyched, man. Like you really, if you didn't already like Ruben, yeah, you do now. Which who doesn't like Ruben? No, I mean he was in Friends. Who gives a? The character from Ocean's Eleven and the sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Thousand Island Breston's. I've waited three. I've I've waited three weeks to make that joke. (laughs) Well, hey, uh, to close this podcast out, I uh, hey preston has been good. Just uh, (laughs) uh, no, what I mean, like God, they make Al Pacino's incredible, but you had to make him a villain. That guy. it's like disrupting Ruben. That's yeah. it. So stupid. Like he does all this stuff, makes him sign his waiver, sign his rights away, gives him a 10,000 banks chip, which yeah, the they've bank. changed the name of the casino now to the bank. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this guy's an egotistical person. It's done. And then they just leave Ruben in the construction site to have a heart attack, I guess. It's a heart Is a stroke or a heart attack. I think it was a heart afflation. Oh. It wasn't a heart attack, but it put him in a, like, comatosis state. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, Ruben's laid up in bed, not responding, and that's where, at that point, like, Danny and, and, uh, Rusty, Rusty. call called the whole gang in, like, we gotta do something. Because there's even a, a point before all of this, um, Rusty and Danny visit Ruben and tell him, hey, don't, don't go do into this. business with this guy. And yeah. the whole thing about this is like, Ruben has changed the way he dresses, what he eats. Like he's trying to reimagine himself. He doesn't have the big horned glasses. He's got smaller lenses. He's trying to change himself. Still look rad, but he gives the like, Terry, and his his name's not Terry Benedict. What nope. is that guy's name? Willie Bank. Willie Bank. You didn't even say it there, sorry. Terry Benedict sucks still. We'll find out. Oh, later. yeah. He's but, he's uh, in this movie too. He sucks. Yeah, he's like, Willie, everyone told me you'd double cross me. They told me you'd screw me over. And he's like, You should have listen to him. It's like, God, dude, man. Like, but you shook Sinatra's hand. And there's a code mux guys who shook Sinatra's hand. What a sick, <laughs> stupid thing to do. Mm-hmm. But you know what we we've talked about two movies before the like character introductions you're getting the crew together, mm. this movie at this point you have the payoff for knowing everyone I guess but it's like Reuben's going down boom whole crew we're here around them we're gonna go kill someone yeah there there's like narration of what they're gonna do and then it slowly cuts to them standing around in the parking lot like the one of the Mormon twins is like I'm gonna. I'll uh pick him up outside of somewhere and he's like, I'll somebody else was like, I'll inject him and it's like I'll find a place to hide the body and everybody and Rusty's like, These are all yeah. great ideas, but <laughs> Yeah. But I mean uh, I don't know. This, the, to me this movie like the first movie's incredible. It's a revenge mm-hmm. movie. It's Danny Ocean getting revenge. They're all revenge movies. Really revenge. Yeah. But this one, it's a full revenge. Full on revenge. It's like yeah, you effed with my guy, tough tits. We're uh, gonna find every way to take every single bit of money that you have in this casino, all in one night, and we're gonna run like all- multiple <laughs> plays to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. But they, uh, I, I lo- also love like, look, we're gonna make sure that the watcher understands. Danny Ocean's a good guy. His staff, mm-hmm. so they go to give him a, uh. I don't know what the saying is. There's a, like, crime term. It's not Ella Fitzgerald. It's something It's else. a Billy Martin. Billy Martin. Give him, him a give second him the right chance to, to make it right yeah. with Ruben. Yeah. He takes a dump on a man. Yeah. It's done. And he even calls it. He knows what it is. He's like, oh, it's a Billy Martin? I pass. Yeah. In- I mean, some, like- there's some serious, there's some guys that he takes very seriously that say you're a serious guy. <laughs> and you know, that pays off at like the that. end. Yeah. I mean like this movie, Oceans eleven and twelve, both they're great. This movie has the sayings. Like the yeah. things that I will as a consultant, especially, I just tell people these things and they're like, Oh, you're scary. I'm like, That's no, from Ocean <laughs> thirteen. It's not that scary. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so- we they they start coming up with different ways. Uh, well, actually, they they they've thought of everything, and the way they we get the whole thing laid out to us is they have to bring in Nagel from the last movie because Which, they're stuck. What a, what a payoff! Because Matt Damon was in Europe filming Born Ultimatum. You. Oh yeah, because they—I I wondered that. I was like, yep. I bet you that scene in London where he's walking through the street—he was already filming a Bourne movie, and they used that as like pretty sure hey, that let's, came from cameras from them. Yeah, let's let's yeah. shoot a quick like Ocean's thir- Ocean's Thirteen bit. Here's your script, real quick. Let's let's get this. And yeah, full huh. payoff was, for that. So, I was de- hey, that. I was I was definitely wondering that when I saw that. I was like, I bet you he was shooting a Bourne movie cuz there he's on the streets of London like you see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely there. Yeah. But so and they yeah they be, uh they, and later on not I know we'll hit it later but like the Gilroy the Oh yeah. the sex thing whatever. It's a uh it's a joke about Tony Gilroy who he wrote the Bourne scripts. Gotcha. That's where the name came from of the Gilroy. What is they call based it a, off um do they call it uh Enhan in in ha- no. Stimulant. Yeah, whatever. Sti- yeah. It's basically just like this thing that's full of pheromones. Yeah. That doesn't exist, man. When I saw this movie, I said, shoot, is that real? Probably not. <laughs> uh maybe, but I I can't. I'm sure it. I'm sure the CIA is working on something like that. I'm sure. Yeah. Somewhere. Screw them commies, man. In a deep dark lab, they're cooking it up. But you get the dope, like, all right ocean's crew they're gonna screw this guy over there's no reward mm-hmm. we're gonna do it we're gonna go just f all these guys over and the biggest thing is hey they want to steal a ton of money bankrupt mm-hmm. them uh yep. and they walk through I'm, I'm fogging out even though i've seen this movie so many they've, times but they've got uh they got loaded balls at craps they've got loaded dice at uh, well, loaded ball at, at roulette, sorry. And then yeah. and they loaded, got loaded dice, dice, dice and craps. Because they're sending one of the twins, uh, Virgil, Casey yeah, Affleck, like, to Mexico. A Caw. great side story that we'll get to. That's <laughs> amazing. Oh, it's my favorite thing in the world, man. It's so good. They've got slots figured out. They're going to get all the, the whales that are staying there for the grand opening to all leave at one moment, and then they're all going to bring them all back. And So the only thing they don't, They do understand is we have to have an exit strategy. So they buy a uh, burrowing. Uh, A huge drill that I don't know what the channel Uh, is. They keep talking about that. It says a boring. Sorry, a boring device. Yeah. Elon Musk owns the boring company. Well, fun. It's a yeah, it's a boring device that apparently dug the trench from france to somewhere who knows where but so yeah they, they keep saying the it's the thing. one that, it's the one that dug the tunnel. which i'm like okay yep. what is that <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh that's the tunnel between europe i mean oh, sorry wow england and france there's a oh. train that goes under the ocean well there you go i think that's right if not you know what if you've got that one or two persons in france or you england, know what you're suck my butt not- Oh god England sucks America. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't really mean that. I was just so excited. <laughs> uh so yeah, so they got this dope like we're gonna do this, we're gonna make a evacuation strategy where God Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt as the uh mm-hmm. the uh, ecologist uh, or whatever he is, seismologist. God seismologist. That's what it's called. This is the beginning of peak Brad Pitt, I think. Oh yeah. this movie. This movie's like kind of like Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. This was the Brad Pitt like oh, he's fun. We could do mm-hmm. stuff. He's cool. He doesn't care. He's got like a million kids he's adopted and he's going to get divorced. Who gives a crap? So well, was he already divorced? I don't think he was divorced at this point. He had well, left Jennifer. Coming. He had left Jennifer Aniston for uh Angelina Jolie at this point, but Yeah, Rusty <laughs> comes in. <laughs> fake uh person doing that but that's how they get the camera in the office and i Mm. I, man i love first movie second movie it's all about cameras this one there's a camera in the office for reuben that's it it's the only point yeah they're listening in too but it's like
1: they want reuben to see what's
0: going on feel there's a easier way to get a camera in that office oh yeah to just walk in and put it in the corner yeah but yeah yeah anyway So we're stuck because um, in this casino is a big, huge security system that probably doesn't exist. The Greco. The Greco. I was at a security conference once and Uh uh, the Greco was the analogy for this thing this company invented. And they did create something like this. And they, because of this movie, they failed because they were like, oh, you could have this standalone fail safe thing. But what happens if someone does XYZ like the movie did? And they couldn't answer it. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that business is shut down. Probably. Yeah. The Greco, which is where you get uh, Roman, Eddie yeah. Izzed, Roman popping in. That's his uh, schoolmate. And he's uh envious of his accomplishments and thinks he's a screw. He even offers to give back the money that they gave him to come consult and figure out how to take this thing down. Yeah. Not fearful, just legitimately like it can't happen. I'm good. It is it. impossible unless you get a magnetron. Which, God, what a what a solid improbable. Yeah. But it's yeah. like an EMP would just. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they they go do they start doing the tunnel? Yeah. They the, the, the tunnel the the drill shows up. Uh, Linus goes down to Mexico. Um. No, not Linus. Jeez. Um, um. Livingston. No, uh, Virgil. Virgil. Virgil goes to Mexico. Yeah. yeah, and they find they find out in the process that there's an uprising in the factory Because for whatever the beer name is of, of wage and like air conditioning, and all they want is an extra three dollars and fifty cent a week. Thirty six thousand dollars total to work with dangerous plastic chemicals with just like. N95 masks and goggles. But that's Mexico, so they got different uh, restrictions than we have. There's a scene that's probably the greatest thing ever, and it's uh, Casey Affleck and Scott Khan. Mm. They're rioting against it, and they're throwing Molotov cocktails over it. Oh, and yeah. He like, up, like Yeah, Scott Conn hangs up the phone and just chucks a Molotov <sighs> cocktail over the fence. Ah, dude, like, what a weird side story, but like, Mm. Pays off, man. I loved it, and the and the way they they solve it is because at this point we've also added Terry Benedict to the crew because we've tapped out a bunch of money. Like everybody's put their money into this operation, and they broke uh, the drill. Yeah, and the drill has 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 busted. Yeah, uh, there's one other drill that's a partner or like just yeah. parallel piece. So to buy the other drill, it's a lot of money. Terry Benedict's going to fund it, which he's got his own parameters. They got to steal the jewels. And they, they've, they've already looked at that and they're like, it's just damn near impossible, which this is where first movie, second movies start coming into play here of, yeah, they're going to do this thing, but now they're playing a game on mm-hmm. someone else. And the first time I watched this did not pick up on it. You know, at the end of it, I went, Oh, but like when they, uh, I think the first time you see tellur who oh, yeah. Terry Benedict has hired to watch them, it's in an outdoor store. They're getting big old puffy jackets. And yeah. they understand they're going to crawl through the uh, AC vents to scout out this room where Terry Benedict has his precious diamonds for every uh, awarded hotel. Which And it looks like they're putting on sensors to say, how high is this? Which what a sick turn off. No, they're just, they, they, they already know how they're going to steal the diamonds. Like they just told that to Terry. It's like, there is a plan to steal the diamonds, but they're not letting him in on that. Um, but like, there's also another side story of the poor, uh, five diamond reviewer that they just fucking torture. (laughs) Oh man. And that's where you've got, um, God, why am I blinking? Old man, I, I don't. I've seen the guy in a bunch of stuff. I can't call his the actor's name. Saul. 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 Yeah, yeah it's Carl Rainer. Yeah. yeah. Saul Bloom.
1: As a Kensington
0: chap. Tareo. Like what a sick, just so good. Yeah, because they they dog. They just play the uh, the uh, Willie Banks right hand woman because um, he like acts like he goes to sneeze and then he just drops his book and oh it's the Five Diamond Review Board book and so she clocks that and they start giving him the VIP treatment and then we actually While find drawing the actual guy too <laughs> like yeah and then yeah. we just see the real guy and at this point. Danny and Rusty have, like, gone to the room that they want him to check into. They put bed bugs, put something on the towels. Don't know what it was. Dude, what What a crazy... I mean, like, we're in the, like, first 30 minutes still. Yeah. Kinda. We've jumped like, forward some, but, like, this first 30 minutes, they legit tell you how it ends right there. Yeah. They're giving a Susan B. Anthony to He the gets guy. the Susan B. Anthony at the airport. Never heard that until this watch. Never realized, like, are they tell you that early? Yeah. I mean, you don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. But it does pay off in the end. So th- basically their intention is to to torture this poor guy Um to, to, to get to so that Terry, so that Willie Bank doesn't get another five diamond award. Yep. Yep. That's his collection. He always wants to have. The He's got four Diamond of them buzz those yeah. This would be his fifth Bob Diamond. hmm. So and then there's also to round out the uh the people that we've got infiltrating the hotel, the amazing Yin and Linus who insists knows, man. on wearing a nose that they call the Brody, which I'm sure was a reference to Adrian Brody. It's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah, what a big schnauzer! What a good yeah. actor. And <laughs> they're getting Yin in there to um, what? What did he do? He, he got was in the that elevator. Uh, yeah, no, no, he was the um, he was the big wig, like he was the big investor. Yeah, but like he got into the hotel and then they sent him up the elevator shaft or something. Crap! Yeah, because he's like yeah, the bullet train sequence was CGI. Yeah. He plants something like that little meter thing is what he plants in the um, air vents or whatever. Yep. yep, Where they were previously. But so. And and, oh, and Livingston's uh, working for Shuffle Royale, which is like a. (laughs) Dude, Livingston, that character in this movie is the best. Like, yeah, he's a nerd. He's rad. He does comedy. You love him. But uh, <laughs> he's so awkward too, and then uh, him like he throughout this he does demonstrations for characters that screw up. So he calls Roman at some point. It's like, "Hey, this is a uh, Livingston for the thing. I need some help." Which pays <laughs> off at the end of like, "Oh yeah, yeah Roman is the thirteenth guy." Cause, cause, like, so he walking in, he just gets caught basically. Like, yeah, he, the, the FBI comes in and. There it, the FBI's relation to one of our characters that we'll talk about later. Because I'm gonna go ahead and tell you now is uh, Bob Einstein, RIP. I didn't know I that love was that his guy. name. Yeah, he. Uh, I just oh, knew him man. as the uh, body sk- surrogate from uh, Arrested Development in the first season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was uh he was super Bob, and okay. like Johnny, I think Johnny Carson talk okay. shows. He wow. always had this thing. man. And then, like Kirby enthusiasm, if you do Larry David stuff, he's mm-hmm. one of Larry David's best friends, which, like in okay. real life, he was. But yeah, Bob Einstein died, I think, last year, and uh, it sucks. In but. this movie, play he plays Linus's dad that we find out yeah. at the at the end. Yeah, and what? God, mm. Yeah, way better payoff than his mom. Oh probably. yeah, because he's yeah. just in the movie. You just think he's an FBI guy that they have to contend with. Um, Something about his raspy voice makes you believe it. Yeah, he sounds like this. God, dude, that's good. And he make it <laughs> sounds like he's sick, but he's We're not. We're gonna go all the way. We're gonna call uh, them and tell them. Uh, burp? No, that's just the way he talks. Uh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? Yeah, you did get the. Uh, this point, I think the call to him of yeah. uh, Bobby. Caldwell, of we've got some suspicious stuff happening. Could you call on the Caldwell? Babbie Howd. What you won't do, do for love. Um, <laughs> we're gonna get copywritten with that beautiful. I know it. Um, and our final. Well, we got one more infiltrator. It's it's Ber- Bernie Mac as the uh, the dealer for Nuff Said. Free! Ah, throw them down on the mobile table, man. Oh yeah, raise them. <laughs> Mr. Bank is going to give a up-and-coming game a chance, y'all. Give me, t- give me a hand. <laughs> it's so hard to watch this and that. Bernie Mac's dead. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, like this, this movie. I mean, like first two, great. This movie, yeah. that was his performance, man. Oh yeah, that whole show, enough. Enough God, said. Man. And then hey. they use this scam at, at like an expo. They get they bring in Terry Benedict to um, say that he wants to lock it down with a group scru- exclusive rights to send to Mississippi, just to manipulate. Which I would feel like that guy would know he's being manipulated. Like I would feel like he would see a con coming a mile away. I would hope. But what a I guess they're just trying to tapping into that arrogance because these guys yeah. are like have been competing forever. So. Yeah, I guess when you're like a several millionaire, like, I don't know, I don't got that much money. Yeah, when you're like a billionaire that owns like several hotels, you're like, yeah, I'll put this in the main floor on grand opening in Vegas. I will say like, look at Bernie Mac or his character, Frank, his whole like thing. Yeah, he gets into the hotel for that, but the only thing he does is signal... The guy he signals Livingston, and then he signals somebody else, and he's just keeping track to see if the um thing goes down. Which I guess it's good to have. Yeah, uh, that. Yeah, that's right. He's the yeah. one watching. Yeah, he, because because you the the way it's monitored, the way he's keeping track of it is like there's like these little blinking lights under every table. Um. So you know, what? this is an audio thing, and I just you know, yeah, you just on camera, the camera did a uh, trailing yeah. like. Night Rider. <laughs> but um, uh yeah. so some way the, the some really rich guys start leaving, it's like a bunch of Japanese businessmen, and then like the actual producer of this movie was that first guy. He played yep. uh Denny something, I can't remember his Silvers. name. Silvers. Silvers, man. No uh no David David Palmer. Well, I'm talking about the the character's name was David Palmer as him. I no, no, the that's character. the guy. I think it's Danny Silvers. He's the guy that sold them out in the the second movie too. Well, his name is Denny something. Hmm. I think it's Denny Silvers. I know the background though. Like he's the one that accidentally told, uh, Talur about how great Danny was. Yeah. He's, so he he's the guy the that, that we find out that, uh, suggested Jerry Weitraub is the actor's name. Weintraub. He's actually the producer of this movie and he's an agent. His name in this movie is Denny Shields. Shields. Daggum it. Silver yeah. sounds good. Yeah, they screwed it up, man. Call him Danny Silvers. Yeah! But, uh... Yeah. So all these rich guys have left. So, the plan on Fight Night, which is... Uh, all these things are always centered around a fight night or some huge event is happening. Um, we've got... Um, our dice, we've our loaded dice are in there. They made it all the way from Mexico. Um, we've got our loaded balls in there. We've got the, the uh, sequences hacked on the um, slot machines. Yep. We've got Danny Ocean bringing in our whales that previously left. He brings them in for a big night back to Willie Bank and his yep. opening night. Everybody's in got, place. Yeah, you got the flip... Mechanism of uh, Danny and Rusty on yeah. craps D- and dice. Yeah. The last part of the plan is Linus is supposed to woo up some chicks, baby. Yeah. Put uh, my nose in your to, mouth. Oh, <laughs> God. To woo <laughs> Willie Banks' uh, assistant to the, the top floor. I remember a scene where they, they put that wire around like he, he's he, he bolts that stuff the the anchors in for the helicopter. Yeah and then there's uh, that there's a weird throw off where Brad Pitt is a security guard all of a sudden. He uh covers for a guy and he walks up with the helicopter. Okay, van. that's that's who does it. I thought it was yeah, Brad, Matt Damon did that it. at some point. That's uh, when they yeah, yeah. He only okay. does the uh shift off of the bombs off his sleeves. Gotcha. And then he does the bomb in her pants. <laughs> oh no, he doesn't.
1: <laughs> but he's what like,
0: a, dude, what a crazy! It gets a uh, stimulant. Yeah. They can put on his neck that apparently arouses any woman to pheromones. Is that real? I think so. Like, I think there's like something that would enhance pheromones. I mean, right, down the stairs, my wife just yelled, "You tell me." <laughs> what does that mean? Doesn't know what she just said, but okay. It is. It's like been a proven, like scientific fact that couples that are together like the way each other smells. So I don't. I smell like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Sorry. Uh. But but what? (laughs) The payoff from all that though is the like incredible. Linus again has this dumb idea. He's gonna roll with it. It's the nose like your payoff is ah he's like it's not a prop just for prop's sake it plays the nose plays nose he's obsessed plays. with the nose which later you figure out what's going on but yeah so the deal is like uh Yin is downstairs gambling yeah he pl- needs he's the, uh, posing as, the as the a, a, a rich chinese businessman and she goes to linus because they need the villas back and he's like oh no let me Check out mm. my nose, baby. Let me put yeah. this in your eye. He starts seducing her and then they they head okay. to the top floor with the diamonds. Um, and he's dropping stuff out. God, what sick I mean, like so at that point, the scam's going on. Oh, they, yeah. They're like the casino's just yeah. there's a great shot of it goes across the whole casino and it's got oh. like numbers over the top of got. everybody. How much money the casino's losing. So the plan so is at, working. At that and point too. You, Terry goes down to the Greco room mm. where the Greco machine like analyzes Willy. heart rate Bang. and everything else to figure out like uh is it real yeah bank sorry yeah uh he gets a call on his phone and you figure out oh this Samsung phone he's been complaining about because he's he's a sea level person and every c level person is a dick and they all just want crap they don't deserve uh, anyways, basically it's just a, uh, it's a gold phone that his assistant gifted to him is like a gold. Stupid. Who the (laughs) hell wants a gold? Like you think about today, like in a butthole clicker, the middle of it's like a butthole. Yeah. You're, you're a corny weirdo. If you get like a gold phone like that. Uh, Yeah. But if you're uh that's what rich people are. Is they're corny weirdos out of touch? Yeah. But But anyway, that, that sucker goes off and, uh, my neighbor down the road because he looks just like that guy okay system starts shutting down and he's like who's got a magnetron in here everyone love- empty your pockets. god dude talk about like let me not put you in a weird place i'll say this you don't agree to it okay. but uh as a guy in it that's every super executive person when you're like Hey, someone's hacking us. This is what's going on. Someone did this USB drive thing accidentally. Who's got a USB? Who's doing that? Yeah, no, sir. That's not how this works. No, who's got a magnetron? Who's got a magnetron in their pocket? It was you, you idiot. It was you, you dumb dum All <laughs> of us are good IT people. You suck. You it's have a, a Porsche and an Audi and a Lamborghini. <laughs> While this system is down... Everybody's loop, Everybody's winning money. Money's going out yeah. the door. And Durpest their biggest thing, period, yeah. like you said. Just the ding, 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 ding. Everyone and their, their, big, their, their biggest problem in this whole thing is human nature in Vegas. Because yep. once they start winning all this money, they're going to want to put it back. Yep. And so you got that's get where the drill out, comes in. Got to cash out. And, dude, what a sick. Before, I think right here, right before figure out that they got a, uh, someone's been identified. Livingston got identified and, yeah, cause uh, cause they got but his They print got his off the shuffle machine. Yeah. But because, um, Banks is corrupt. He's got the FBI database. They're going to find known associates. It doesn't work like that. Preston. I've s- seen pretty, that system. Yeah. Like, yeah. Does like does I'm pretty sure like you that. don't type in show known associates and that's now, not how you send a file to somebody. Yeah. Now <laughs> you can, they have, uh, they have the, they've adopted the natural language operation systems where you can do that. So it's kind of weird. Okay. So you can literally search to show known associates and it will. Yes. I, yes. Yep. Fun. Anyway. (laughs) Yep. So yeah, you get the sick thing of like, uh, Oh my gosh. Why am I blank on his actual name? I'm cheating and I'm not funny. Don Cheadle, Basher. Why can't Don I Cheadle. remember Basher? Oh, yeah. He has a Basher great understands here. like I gotta take some moments here. I've been reading this book about taking promise. Also, this entire time, Don Cheadle's character has been writing love letters or like positive His responses. Responses to Saul. to Saul, yes. No, uh, uh God, Ruben. Not Saul. Ruben, thank you. They're both old. Who cares? And and Ruben does and Ruben shows up. That that's that's yeah. we've kind of glossed over that, but Ruben it's starts reading crazy. these letters and then he shows yeah. up Matt Damon Linus Caldwell gets these letters from Basher, won't read them to him. Yeah. Then you realize like if you read those to him, he probably would have got out of this mess. Yeah. Because that's what brought him out. But uh did you get the most glorious evil Knievel, stand in kind of thing of uh Basher being him. What does Chuck Berry say before he gets on stage every night? Pay me my money.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, this
0: this is Basher impersonating the uh, guy God. that's gonna jump the, a motorcycle at midnight for the Fourth of July. You don't need no daggone old crotch rockets. You need some America fuck riders. What, bro! You know what Chuck Barris said every night? For he said one two three four. Pay me my money pay my cash. in cash. Dude, John <laughs> Cheadle, cool. Man, that was the best thing in the world. You notice he like he like slowly lost his Cockney accent in this movie yeah the yeah. kid. it was a plan it's a plan so I think he, he you know, kind of backed off from it but yeah but uh that's what you get the scratch distract, uh, the dis- distraction god distraction distraction i've talked too much today they manipulate the fbi stuff so no one knows yeah. who they are or anything else that yeah don Chi was the distraction to keep bank from looking back at his computer with all the the images being edited of the crew and names and everything and again you go back to the uh Twins, the Malloy twins. What a dope! Just them bickering and arguing. I'd watch a movie of those two. I don't oh, care. Yeah. yeah, give me that. So at um, this point, that's when we hit them with the earthquake. We've yep knocked. We've got a bunch of money out, and so they hit them the first time. It shakes a little bit. Nothing happens. Someone yells, "Play ball!" <laughs> <laughs> And then again. it does not stop when they stop. Like, yeah, they, like they, so they higher. hit it a little harder and then they're like, turn it off. Shut it off. We're good. He's like, we, we did. <laughs> yeah. But meanwhile, uh good old Linus Caldwell's up there tripping the life. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Getting some 73 wine, whatever that, it, whatever the name is. What a good, I mean, that's a good, yeah, uh, they, they did their homework. Yeah. 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 And he's he's slowly planting bombs around, and this woman is like, has fallen to the De uh, Gilroy. Like she's, oh, she's horned up, man. She's horned up all the way, like horny to where she ain't thinking. Yeah, and she's she's cutting nice. He he starts uh, <laughs> he starts planting bombs under the uh, display case for these diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Let Jake recover from that one. Oh, uh, I didn't mean to say that. But yeah, uh-huh. throwing those out. She's making them a drink. So, like, it can happen. But then you get it. Hey, you got the beep of the elevator. There's an FBI guy. Hands yeah. up. He They say, like, oh, he's a con man. He's Lenny the Pep. Uh, <laughs> something else. He seduces <laughs> women of a certain age. age. <laughs> like, what an insult. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> he re- He's known for seducing women. Of a certain age, <laughs> like you're trying to be delicate, but it's like, yeah.
1: Now we're gonna <laughs> go
0: for it, and he just pops the nose off. <laughs> that whole nose thing, by the way. You ever watched the movie uh, Brothers Grimm? Yes. Yeah. It's an inside joke that uh, the director of that wanted them to wear fake noses, okay. and the studio said, "No, we're not doing it." And I'm sure Matt Damon and um oh Heath Ledger were like, Thank you. Yeah. There's a <laughs> lot of uh this movie this is the like great movie, but this movie is a Hollywood movie. It's oh, yeah. people in Hollywood watch this and went, Oh, I get that joke. You and I don't get it if we don't read it. Oh yeah, so. it's just like it's just like a bunch of people that all work together and they're putting subtle yeah inside jokes in their movies that only they laugh because that, that back in, uh, oceans 12, I think we might've talked about this, but when they do the, uh, it's supposed to be a a. 5am wake up call and it's actually like, yeah, 12 at night. That was an inside joke between Brad Pitt and George Clooney and Julia Roberts on, cause they would do that to her while they were shooting that movie or the first movie. It's like, Okay. All of the only ones that laugh at that. So, yep. Anyway, but you know what? It's enjoyable regardless. So, we find out in the elevator that's Linus's dad. He's like, I'm just glad your mother didn't have to see that. And, you know, typical dad stuff. Yeah, Um, see his wiener. Got it. (laughs) Uh, They go to the roof, and waiting for them there is that little slimy little snake, Francois Tellur. (laughs) <laughs> but you know what, dude? That, what a trippy scene. His camouflage, it it hurts my head. Yeah, that suit that yeah. he's wearing. Yeah, so good. But then you understand that they've been double-crossed by uh, Al Pacino. And Terry Benedict. Not Al Pacino. God, yeah. Terry Benedict. Thank you. Which they... They knew. They knew. And Terry Benedict thinks he's got him, but they actually really got him... And they got Francois Talor again, which is great. <laughs> so the first time I watched this movie, I really fell for it. I went, Oh, he's got, when did he get those? When did he get these things attached to him?" I was like, there's no way they didn't those show are, it. Those are, uh, yeah. It's but the they're fake, fake ones. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's all a, a, a game. Cause they, they, cause Terry Benedict is watching them and they knew that. So they just put some fake ones online as to go up there and act like he was going to switch them out. Um, and so Francois just thinks that those are the real ones, snatches them off of him, He parachutes off the roof, which I don't know how authentic that is, but there you go. <laughs> Not very, because that whole scene was a five foot tall platform at the Warner okay. Brothers lot. That makes sense. Cause it yeah, did. He landed like, onto a pad. It looked like CGI, that parachute off in the distance, but mm, sadly like bad CGI. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like three seconds. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, It works. It works. So, Basher comes up with a helicopter. They hook it up. And then, right before all this happens, Danny meets Willie Bank outside the casino after everyone's left. And he's like, uh, you know, explaining to him, like, hey, you lost. We won. We got all your money. You about to lose your hotel. But I still got the diamonds. He's like, I know some people that really know how to hurt. God, what a... Freaking they line, man. Heavily invested in my survival. And Danny Ocean's like, yeah, I know everybody you would hire to come after me. They like me better. <laughs> my That's legitimately like, that's my goal in life. I want to be in that position to just be that big of a, not an a-hole. Like, mm-hmm. Danny Ocean's not an a-hole. He's like, I know it. We're good. I'm confident. Yeah. He's like, if you'd have just done what you were supposed to, if you'd have taken the Billy Martin at the, like You know, from several weeks ago, wouldn't have been a problem. Wouldn't be nothing. Don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. Um, and basically, you know, and that's kind of that's basically how the movie ends. Our heroes walk off into the night. We got one last thing outside the Bellagio, and then that's the end of our ocean story. Everyone's oh, not the end. Um, Danny goes to meet with Terry Benedict. I guess a couple days later. (laughs) Yeah, he's the like L- here's L- the L- L- Oprah. You donated seventy-two million dollars to camp something like it's an orphan camp, I think is what it is. He's like, oh, they're they're gonna have you out to visit next month, and then it cuts to them at the airport, and he's on, and Terry Benedict's on Oprah, <laughs> and kind of and fun. wins for doing it, like pays yeah. off. So it sucks. Like yeah. then you get the uh, Susan B. Anthony, the poor guy. Oh, you know, the poor the reviewer right? who. Let's go over what he went through because we kind of glossed over him. Bed bugs. Bed, bed bugs. Some kind of rash from the towels. Getting thrown out of a restaurant. Get thrown out of a restaurant. Not even sick. admitted to a restaurant. Get sick at another restaurant where they had one of the twins working at the plant like a something that make him sick. He sleeps mm-hmm. in a bathtub the yeah. whole time. He's at the airport. He's like, I got to go. Like and somehow they de- delayed his flight. Rusty goes and puts a sequence of coins in this thing that's going to pay out. And then the guy shows up and he drops some coins and says, hey, try this one. I got to go. It's been paying out. And the Susan B. Anthony is, the guy gets $11 million at the airport without knowing he was part of the operation. (laughs) Can't beat it. Mm -hmm. I also love before that, uh, Matt Damon's last dialogue is, I'll see you when I see you. See you when I see you. Do you ever watch rounders? No. So Brian Kopelman, I think he's a writer of this and that uh, writer of rounders for sure. That's one of the last lines for Matt Damon in that movie. Sorry, not Matt Damon just in that movie. So it's a continuation of a character's lines of I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. Um, But that's, that's oceans 13 the the crew just goes off to separate ways and they're living happily ever after somewhere maybe first movie al pacino and andy garcia have been in since godfather part 3 I was about to say they were in godfather part 3 <laughs> never watched godfather in my life none of them you need to watch them i know man i'm i don't know it's, why i uh, haven't they're super long but they're really good uh yeah i've seen enough i'm like yeah man francis ford Coppola re-edited the third one and it's a little better. All right. It wasn't always that great. And then he recently re edited it. So I'm going to tell you the, the greatest, my favorite thing in like probably all these movies. Uh, yeah. Okay. Probably my favorite. It's like 43, 45 minutes in. Danny and Rusty in front of the Bellagio mm. fountain. And they're yeah. reminiscing of over there used to be the dunes. And then like oh. you really understand like, Ruben took care of these guys. Like you get the drive, but man, like the, not there's, to be a, there's a reason why these two are like really intent on like going after yeah. whoever hurt Ruben. There's this faint Claire de Lune theme that you got in the first movie. Okay. First one I already said, like I tear up when I hear that now. Cause mm-hmm. I, I love it. I just, I like, I, it's just a beautiful piece of music. It's got personal memory, but like even before that song meant a lot more, god what a scene yeah like it's the it's the moment of like old passing the new and it's kind of sad like you know things change things get better this is the biggest ramble of my life but uh i don't know it, it's touching of yeah the old is gonna become the new and the new may not be great it's gonna happen though yeah. so steal so- some money and f off <laughs> that brings us to our next segment. That one day we'll have theme music. Da, 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 da. What you watching or playing, dude? I I don't remember <laughs> if I said this last week. I watched um, the Equalizer. Ooh, that's a good. Never one Never watched it, and I'm watching the second one. I'm like an hour in on the second Dang. one. Dude, what a I'm like! I know it's like a John Wick deal, but they this came out. It came out the same Ooh. year as John Wick. God, so good, man! Like second one's not as good. I'm feeling that as well. It doesn't have that like hominess. I think it's Antoine it. Fuqua that directs the second one as well. Yeah, but. it is. It is okay. So watching that, um, dude. I've really been into the. I don't remember the right name. It's Ryan Reynolds and the guy from in Philadelphia. I should. Remember. Oh yeah, they bought a soccer team, didn't they? Yeah, and they have a documentary on FX. Yeah, Hulu of them. It's it is remarkable. It is. There's two seasons, two episodes right out. Two I guess, episodes I don't know. out right now. And like in my head, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fun. Like these guys are buying this team. This will be fun. <laughs> it's heartbreak. It's heartbreaking. It oh, is wow. like I didn't wouldn't expect it, it's that. It's talking about yeah. It's talking about like. This, I didn't know this until this movie, the uh, episode, sorry, but like, the European League of Football, it's a big deal, man. Like, yeah. your team gets promoted up and down. It's not like baseball here, where you play bad in the major leagues, you'll go to minor. No, your team. Oh, yeah, you can switch down. a league from, like, yeah. up or down. So, it's, it is really, uh, I don't want to ruin it or spoil it, but I'm just saying, like, Really weird to watch, like yeah, they didn't succeed possibly, and as owners you're gonna have to make changes. It's like they introduce characters you love, like second episode in they're gone. Wow, and it, it, it it's kind of it's kind like, really like hard knocks sounds like on yeah HBO yeah 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 very much, but it's it's very touching, which you know you assume Ryan Reynolds. It's gonna be goofy some but no man like it is okay it is good so I, I would say like if you've got Hulu especially watch that it is phenomenal I, I'm gonna if you get don't like sports even I'm gonna get Hulu at the end of this month and uh the first thing I'm gonna watch is that new Predator movie ha, you know I haven't watched it yet man it looks really good Um I need to I've been re-watching Daredevil oh baby where you at you been season two yet um, at the end, I'm on the last episode of season one, dude. That that whole that God, so you know, good. That Netflix is had a the good best run. Superhero movie, not movie, TV show, ever. Yeah, you know, like F everything else, yeah. I, I think I think the recent Spider-Man stuff is phenomenal. But Daredevil, wow. this whole series, especially the last season, yeah. I uh, love th- Daredevil. Yeah, third man. season is the best season of superhero television ever. It is phenomenal. I, I mean, am really ooh. excited to see what Disney Plus does with Daredevil: Born Again, but kind it's going to be hard to top. Yeah, that third I'm kinda, season. Kind of, kind of sad we won't get the, the actual Daredevil that we've had on had on Netflix. But yeah, that that does. They did like they did it perfect. Yeah. I mean that was that was Daredevil. Mm-hmm. That is it for us this week. Um next, yeah, week, next we'll, week we're gonna be uh what we're gonna be uh throwing some boys out the bar, oh yeah, doing some uh, arm reps. And then the week after that we might uh do a movie where a giant robot hits a giant alien with a truck. So <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know about that. A giant robot hits a giant alien with a container truck. That's all you need to know. Um, I'm excited. I've never seen it. So I'm pumped. It's so good. The second one is whatever. But that first movie is like, your eight-year-old self is like, yeah. (laughs) I'm assuming, uh, Preston, uh, we've done Power Rangers. And I should know this. Were you a Power Rangers boy growing up? Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah, so I'm feeling like I've never seen the series we're talking about. It's Power Rangers as an adult. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, Um, shoot. I didn't know that even. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Idris Elba. I knew my boy Idris Elba was part of this. Idris Elba has the best speech in a movie since the president in Independence Day. That was a good speech, man. Don't want to spoil it, but we're All canceling right. the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you have a suggestion, you can send that to secondtakemoviespod at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at secondtakemovies if you want to send me weird DMs. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell everyone. Preston loves those weird DMs. He calls me I late don't. at night and says, this guy sent me a message about slime. I did. I interacted with. I'm sorry, you're, I don't remember your show. Let me pull it up real quick. Because uh, they they reviewed our podcast and listened to it, so I should shout them out while we're at it. And I will edit this part. What out did they give us a D? <laughs> no, they they gave us five stars on Spotify. So, oh, dude, p- I'm gonna crap my pants now. Let's find it there. It's called Spoil My Movie. It's, it's two. I think they've got like two or three episodes up, but it's Spoil My Movie is the name of the people that left a review. And it's another. I'm curious, what, what episode did they drop a review on? They listened to Lord of the Rings and they said it in the message because I asked them. Uh, the it's Matrix. definitely they, not anything I'm on. They oh, they listened shoot, to right. The Matrix and then Lord of the Rings. So, okay. Uh, that's awesome man Uh, so next week is the Swayze Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse Um, so for Jake I will say we'll see you next week